This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, it's hard to believe that we're closing in on like literally like five years of operations here at Tannin Aquatics. Um, it's been a fun process. It's been kind of crazy. I, I can't believe that uh, we started out with just this idea of, you know, playing with a sector of, uh, uh, that was sort of neglected and with products that we've been playing with for a while and that so many of you have uh, embraced this and indeed have been playing with it perhaps before and now found a place that we can all kind of meet and discuss. And it's really exciting. And I really enjoy doing what amounts to our small part to help grow this, you know, interest in botanical style, blackwater and brackish, etc. aquariums. And it is growing, trust me. Now, along with the growth in this, you know, very unique hobby sector comes, you know, new sources of materials and some new vendors have arrived on the scene providing options and all kinds of ideas for hobbyists. And I think that's kind of rad, as we say here in LA. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, I have to say one of the biggest disappointments that I've had with this new growth is that the majority of these newer vendors are simply, I don't know, pushing product. You know, they're offering sexy photos, catchy lines, and honestly, little in the way of guidance on how to use them. Discussions about their impact on the aquatic environment or other important aspects of the use of botanicals. So before I get into the real meat of today's topic, I need to clear my chest of a few things. And it may not be happily accepted, you know, by everyone. Hello, that's typical, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to clear my throat too. Yeah, sadly, most of what you do see from a lot of these vendors is essentially ad copy, you know, hyping up the aesthetics of, uh, of what their botanicals can do. You know, deeply tinted water, lots of tannins, blah, 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 all that stuff. I mean, that's great and all. Inspiring and exciting is important. Uh, Instagram has its place, you know. However, what I'm talking about uh, is the impact of these materials in, in the environment. I think that's something that we need to consider. I think that's something that we need to bring up more. What about the practices involved in preparation, addition of the botanicals, and the long-term management of botanical-style aquariums? We as vendors have a lot of responsibility to educate and inspire. There's more to this than just pushing out your product in you know, some sexy manner. Now, I'm not writing this piece to trash on would-be competitors in the sector. I, every time I do something like this, somebody you know says something. No, no, no. That's a cop-out. Let me make it clear for like the thousandth time. I'm happy to see new vendors. It means the idea of botanical-style aquariums is growing. It's a huge thing to me because I love this stuff so much. It's really one of the great joys in my hobby. But what I'm simply trying to do is point out the apparent lack of education about the good, the bad, and the ugly of utilizing botanicals in our aquariums that's provided by many of these vendors. Extolling their virtues in a hyperbolic manner is not educating end users on this stuff. Sorry, guys. Sure, it's cool to promote your stuff, yet as a vendor, you've no doubt played with the botanicals yourself for a while, so why not do more and discuss the practical applications of them? We all need to do a little better. And what's been happening here at Tannin lately, which is the main point of this piece, is that I've been receiving quite a few questions from hobbyists who tell me that they've you know, purchased botanicals from some other guy and have a lot of, of what amount to basic questions about how to utilize them in their aquariums. 
you're the expert in this stuff. It's a refrain I hear a lot in these emails. Well, why the fuck, <laughs> excuse my French, did you buy from the other guy in the first place if I'm the expert? Ah. Anyway, these people often only seem to know that some sort of vague preparation process is required. Well, usually. I often receive emails that include the lines like, do I have to boil them? I've heard that you need to rinse them and... Yeah, somewhere that's in the body of the email. And I'm like, really? First of all, I refer them to the many articles that we have written. You know, you've, you've read and you've heard these podcasts in an effort to encourage restraint and calling on them to use caution when employing these materials. We've developed quite a resource here over the years just by hammering home the basics, the good and the bad of our practices. So yeah, if you get the impression that I'm a bit annoyed at this lack of support for customers, you're right. Do a better job, guys. Talk at least as much about the technique and practices as you do about how sexy your product is. We did when we st first started and we still do to this day. You have to talk about the bigger picture. I know it's not quite as easy to write about all these esoteric topics as it is simply to photograph and hype your product, but it's how you foster a movement. And yeah, you can still build brand by doing that, trust me. In the meantime, I guess I should see that as a sort of a badge of honor of sorts that I've apparently got your back as the go-to guy who answers your customers' basic questions on botanicals. But, you know, I've kind of got my own customers to attend to and a business to run, and, well, up your game. Okay, that's the end of my lecture to the other vendors, for now. <laughs> as far as adding botanical materials to your tanks, how much to add is largely based on personal aesthetic preference or the goals that you have for your tank. In a brand new unpopulated aquarium, from day one, you can knock yourself out and add as many of these materials as you please. You don't have to think about it too much. Be mindful of the impact of botanicals on the nitrogen cycle in your aquarium, of course. In an existing, established, populated system that you're looking to incorporate botanicals into, you need to consider them as bioload, adding to the demands of the bacterial population already present. You can't simply dump a huge quantity of materials into an established aquarium, which places significant demands on the system's ability to process them. A large quantity of botanicals added to a stable, established aquarium can potentially affect the general water chemistry of your tank in a rapid manner, including the pH, potentially driving it down quickly in some instances, Prof uh, you know, profoundly affecting the fishes and even plants which don't cope well with rapid environmental changes. The result, predictably, would be disastrous. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, this is Aquatics 101. You simply don't want to do anything to your aquarium that results in rapid, significant environmental changes, and using botanicals is no exception. Think of botanicals as bioload, which requires your aquarium's bacterial, fungal, microcrustacean population to handle them. Bacteria, in particular, are your first line of defense. So, if you add a large quantity of any organic materials to an established system, you will simply overwhelm the existing beneficial bacterial population in the aquarium, which will likely result in a massive increase in ammonia, nitrite, and organic pollutants. At the very least, it'll leave oxygen levels depleted and fishes gasping at the surface as the bacteria population struggles to catch up with this large influx of materials. These are red flags that we should all familiarize ourselves with. Everyone who plays with botanicals in the aquarium needs to have to understand this concept and have at least a basic working understanding of the nitrogen cycle vis-a-vis -vis aquariums. To shun these things is simply not only irresponsible, it's inexcusable for any aquarist. This is not some sort of esoteric concept, right? I mean, we don't add 25 three-inch fishes to uh, at one time to an established 10-gallon aquarium and not expect some sort of negative consequence, right? So why is adding a bunch of leaves, botanicals, wood, or other materials containing organics any different? It isn't. So please, please add botanicals to your established aquarium gradually 
while observing your fish's reactions and testing the water parameters regularly during and after the process. Take measured steps. There's no rush. There shouldn't be. All additions of botanicals to an existing aquarium need to be measured, deliberate, slow, and considerate. You need to observe your fish's reactions, monitor water chemistry, and stay alert to the changes and demands that the botanicals will place on your aquarium. And they will. There's no mystery here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Adding a ton of stuff to any established aquarium creates environmental changes and impacts that cannot be ignored. Just be cautious and use common sense. These are just some of the environmental considerations of using botanicals in the aquarium. Of course, we didn't really touch on stuff like decomposition, biofilms, impact on pH, etc. All the things we've talked about a lot here over the years and will no doubt do again in the future. Of course, the aesthetic implications are interrelated to some extent, but they're pretty well trodden by now. We have enough unique attributes about their function that we need to talk about. I think our biggest struggle in working with botanicals is a mental one that we have imposed upon ourselves over generations of aquarium keeping. The need to control our own desire to get stuff moving quickly, to hit that done thing fast. And the reality, as we talked about hundreds of times here and elsewhere, is that there really is no finish. And that the botanical style aquarium is about evolution. This type of system embraces continuous change and requires us to understand the ephemeral nature of botanicals when they're immersed in water. Sure, some of the ideas we talk about, the mental shifts we have to ask you to make, are unorthodox and seemingly contrary to much of what we've been taught to accept in the hobby. On the other hand, much of this stuff needs to go hand-in-hand hand with what we already know based on our previous hobby experience. We just need to apply some of the same common-sense hobby basics which got us to this point, and maybe pick up a few new skills along the way as well. And that means everyone, everyone, vendors, hobbyists, the scientific community, and the hobby as a whole can play a role in growing this exciting and really fast-growing sector. Stay fascinated, stay excited, stay measured, stay patient, stay disciplined, stay progressive, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Bellman. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.